Hey, everybody. This is Kevin Heffernan. Welcome to another episode of Chewing It. On behalf of Steve Lemmy, thanks for joining us, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Two quick things before we get going. First of all, Steve and I, if you haven't heard already, have some live shows coming up in San Diego. Uh, we'll be there December 10, 11, and 12th uh, at the American Comedy Company. And we get a show on Thursday and two on Friday and two on Saturday. And uh, come on down. We're going to try out some new material, have some fun, have some drinks. Uh, just go to AmericanComedyCo.com and uh, come see us. Come have some laughs. Uh, that's December 10th, 11th, and 12th in San Diego. Look forward to seeing you, Chew Crew. Um, next up, we got to thank our sponsor this week, our friends DraftKings.com. Uh, that's right. This week, Chewing It is brought to you by DraftKings.com. One week fantasy football at DraftKings means every moment of every game can take you closer to a life-changing payday. Play when you want and pick a new team every time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now. Use promo code CHEW, C-H-E-W, and play for free with your first deposit in this Sunday's Million Dollar Fantasy Contest. Only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Yeah. Man, I love, uh, I love Thanksgiving football. I'm excited for a little Thanksgiving football tomorrow. But we talk about that in our episode. I won't get into that. I want to get into that right now. Um, that's all the business. Let's dive in here. Uh, things that we love. Ten things that we love. I know everyone liked it last time, so we just had to do it again. Um, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a great turkey day. And uh, enjoy this episode. Now entering Nerdist.com. True it. With a guy named Kevin. True it. And this other guy, Steve. True it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. True it. They're gonna get chewy. True it. They might even get me. True it. But they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. That's some good chewing. Oh it's my got, God. You're in your own head, kind of. I chew. We, you know, you and I actually just got transported to different places. Yeah. I was actually thinking about what I was chewing. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't in a room with you anymore. No, I didn't have a microphone in my hand. I was in a chew room. Oh yeah, I was. <laughs> I was in a dry goods That'd store. That'd be kind of cool. If you had your own chew room, <laughs> a chew room just place where you go. Yeah, chew to chew. It'd be cool though, because like you could, if you had a chew room, like a place where you just go to chew things. Yeah, and also listening to the chewing a podcast. Right. Like if you were that wealthy. And you were that much of a fan that you had a room dedicated to listening to this podcast and mm-hmm. also chewing food. Right. It's your chew room. Yeah. No one's bothering you. You're not bothering anyone. Nah. You're just chewing. Chew- laughing and chewing. Just chewing it. Hey, Chew Crew, if you have a chew room, why don't you uh, tweet us some pictures of your <laughs> chew room? <laughs> Send us a picture of your chew room? Yeah. The Chew Room. That'd be a good name for like a, a Jodie Foster thriller, like the sequel yeah. to The Panic Room. Right. be The Chew Room. The Chew Room. Right. This time she gets trapped in her chew room. Right, which is a little more fun. Yeah, well, and the, the only way out is to chew your way out. The only way out is to get fat. That's right. <laughs> and the tagline could be like, what's wrong with you? There you go. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We might have to make up that t-shirt or something. You know what? Well, our merch uh, store went live yesterday. Oh, yeah. Everyone who wants to uh, to get some cool Broken Lizard merch. And um, on top of Broken Lizard merch, I mean, we did that campaign, and it seemed like there was a lot of people who wanted cool merch and so we decided to do the store thing. But also we have Chewing It t-shirts on there, too. We do have Chewing It t-shirts. You can f- find all the stuff that we're talking about at store.brokenlizard.com. But, yeah, I mean, one, like... Chew Crew wanted t-shirts. Chew Crew wanted t-shirts. That was the genesis of this. Chew Crew wanted yeah. t-shirts. We have a Chewing It t-shirt now available for sale. You can get that and like give it to somebody for Christmas. Yeah. Hanukkah. Yeah, because Black Friday's coming up. Oh, man, that's a good that's time to big, get it. Big shopping day. Store.brokenlizard.com. The other thing that was something that uh, inspired us to go ahead and do this was the amount of people over the years who have asked us where they can get the Coconut Pete recordings from oh, Club yeah. Dread. Yeah. And that was something that... Because uh, we've been lame about it. We should have had it a long time ago. We should have had a long time. I mean, yeah. you know, truthfully, there should have been a soundtrack. Yeah. But there wasn't. Right. Well, I mean, there was. Well, there was, but without the Coconut Pete songs. Yeah. <laughs> did I... Did, so that's, you know, true crew. There's a, there is this, a... A Club Dread soundtrack, but it's all this reggae music. There's no Coconut Pete song. Yeah, it's Toots and the Maytals. Yeah. The funny thing is, you remember, like, I used to work at that record store, HMV? Yeah. 
which was like a big, like one of those big giant Tower Records-y like CD warehouses. Yeah. And when they finally went out of business a few years ago, like they had a, you know, just a blowout going out of business sale. Right. Sold everything. Except. And, well, I went to look through the store and I went in the soundtracks department. Yeah. And the one thing that was intact, there was just a nice column of uh, Club Dread CDs. Really? Soundtrack. You grab one of them? Hell no. Why not? There's some good tunes on there. There are, but I've, I've got it. Yeah. I but out, out of uh, annoyance. Well, I mean, it was annoying. It was a, it was a, it was a situation where I remember it vividly, and we were mixing the movie. We were in the sound stage, and all the players were there, the music people, the sound people. And um, they were talking about how they closed the soundtrack deal. And I was like, awesome. Let's, uh, you know, we're going to make sure our Coconut Pete songs are mixed properly to be on that soundtrack. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're not putting those on there. And it's like, wait, wait, what do you mean? Well, we made a deal with the label that gave us the other songs, and that's going to be the soundtrack. And you're like, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, do you understand that they're funny joke songs uh, that Bill Paxton sings and that we wrote, and uh, that's what people are going to want to hear. Yeah. They're not going to want to hear the reggae song that's playing during the fucking beach party. They want to hear the Coconut Pete songs. Like, oh, I don't think so. Yeah, well, <laughs> they were wrong. They were wrong. We were right. People Stupid. have been asking for these any place. We haven't rallied. But finally now, we have it. Take another hit. The best of Coconut Beat, Pete. Coconut Beat. Coconut Pete. And uh, it has such hits as She's a Coming, She's a Blowin'. Oh, great one. Naughty Cal. Mm-hmm. Pleasure Island. Yeah. And uh, can you guess the fourth one? Yeah, I wrote it. Yeah. What Pina is Kaladeberg. it? There you go. Pina Kaladeberg. <laughs> Although now it just occurs to me that we don't have uh, Ponytail's Cocktails on. We don't. Ponytail's Cocktails not on there. Oh, man, that'll, that'll be uh, Take Another Hit, Volume 2. Yeah, Volume 2, just Ponytail's Cocktails. The best cocktails. of the rest. <laughs> but that was never a full song. That was just what you see on camera is what this, that song was. Yeah. And um, like we never pre-recorded it or anything. We just sang it. Now we have a brand new CD available at store.brokenlizard.com. So that, the, true, the True Crew t-shirts were... Enough to get us to rally, and now we have a bunch of stuff. Like we've got like stuff for babies. We got baby clothes. We got uh, girl panties. Here's the kind of cool thing that people could do, though. What they could um, get a True Crew T-shirt and then wear it to the shows in San Diego. That would be awesome. That'd be fun. That would be awesome. Because we're going to be in San Diego. Here's another shameless plug: San Diego, December 10th through 12th, at the American Comedy Company. Yeah, doing comedy shows. Lemmy Heffernan. Yeah, live. Live. Unplugged. And uh, if the crew we want, was showing up, they could get the shirt and come come down. Yeah, true crew. That, well, you know what? Also, though, we should do something nice. Anyone who has it, we should do something nice for them. Suck their dicks. What if it's a girl? Sucker dick. <laughs> 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 um, why, why? And it's like, why? I why do I have to be so? I don't vulgar? know why. I mean, I, I'm I'm a, I'm trying to do a nice thing. I'm trying to say, hey, I'm so very. Let's sorry. do something nice for the people who are our fans and are and are wearing a Chew Crew T-shirt. I'm so and you very start, sorry. You say suck their dicks. I'm so very sorry. That's actually not a bad thing. It's just vulgar. I could it's have vulgar. said like, we'll take pictures with them. We'll give them a hug. Yeah, because we'll, like, something like that. You know, chug a beer with them. You chug a beer with everybody who's got a chewing a T-shirt on. Well, how many think are gonna have it? Well, now I think <laughs> hundreds. I think you know what, Kev? Okay, anybody who has a chewing it. T-shirt at uh, the San Diego show gets to chug a beer with Kevin. Okay, all right, fine. Boom, done. Happy to. I love it. Happy to. Uh, There's an asterisk. A beer not provided. (laughs) I'm sure beer will be provided. Yeah, we can get we can get free beer there. Um, Happy to, Steve. Yeah, we're also going to sell the merch at the shows too. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So that's a weird thing, though. Then if they bought the T-shirt, they could buy the T-shirt there, and then be sitting there and still chug a beer with you. Anybody Which, wearing a true crew t-shirt gets to chug a beer with Kevin Heffernan. Changes everything. Guaranteed. Asterix. Changes everything. And Steve Lemmy, right? I didn't. I didn't. My money didn't write that. Oh, check. you're gonna suck their dicks. I'm gonna suck their dicks. Okay, so they chug a beer with me, and you suck their dicks. Yeah. Okay. And if it's a girl, you're gonna suck their boyfriend's dick. No, I'd suck the girl's dick. Okay. We really have to talk about that. You know, I, we don't have to talk about it, Kev. But if you don't fucking pick up your energy, I'm gonna come over there and kill you. What are you talking about? You're. I'm you know, making offers, and you're going to dick. No, let me tell you something. You're all like all sick, Kevin Heffern again. I have a medical update. Now you don't. Uh, let's. La, as I have last a medical week, update. You had adult mono and back problems. Now and, I don't have and a, a bruised mons pubis. I don't have adult mono now. You don't have adult mono. No. What do you have? I don't know, but uh, the test came back negative for mono. 
And so now they're, they're trying to rule out some other things. But I'm still sick. Dude, I'm worried about you. This is like when somebody, I don't even want to say it. When somebody just dies and they're like, they had been complaining of low-grade uh, muscle fatigue and for months. Mons pubis pain this for a week. Yeah. He, you know what? We should have known when he complained of having a sore Mons pubis. Well, I'll tell you, the true crew like this, actually. Um, my mom has been getting all my health updates from the podcast indirectly. Okay. Because what happened was my mom, I, I hadn't talked to my mom because I, I was waiting to find out what my illness is, you know? Yeah. And we're still fig- trying to figure it out. And so uh, I, I didn't tell my mom, you know? And so she uh, called this morning and she said, well, how about a health update, Kevin? What is this? You're sick? Mm-hmm. And I was like, how'd you know that? He goes, well, your brother listened to the podcast okay. and last week and you said you had adult mono. <laughs> and then he called me. And then he told me. And he said, you didn't tell me that. So now I'm getting in trouble with my mom because of the chew. You know what? She's right. She's totally right. She's right. She's totally right. You, a child should report. I mean, if your mom's pubis hurts, you should tell your, <laughs> your mom's pubis. I should tell my mom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that, like, I'm relieved though, that your mom is not listening to the podcast. I, I bet she does periodically. I bet, you know, she probably does now that she knows she can get my health updates. Yeah. Mom, still sick. Don't know what it is. What could it be? Could be Lyme disease. And we were here. We were talking about uh, scurvy the other day, sucking on limes. How I ironic! Know. I know it. You get Lyme. Could disease. be. I don't know. What? West Nile virus was ruled out, so no mosquito bites. No. Uh, and uh, Lyme disease. How would you like? You got bit by a tick someplace. We were in Massachusetts for oh, two weeks, man. man. They, Massachusetts, rural Massachusetts. They just couldn't let you out of there without. Like every time you go to, every time you go to Massachusetts, something happens to you. I know it's like they're. Com- it's my fault. Why? Right? Because I bad mouth them. This is what they do to me. Yeah. Well, that's that's what's so annoying about Massachusetts. Yeah. I remember they, like they when, get you when we were going to do those live shows at the Wilbur Theater. You went and like your first night there. You after bad mouthing the hell out of Mass out of Boston, right. Massachusetts. You uh, you fell into a pothole. Yeah, I sprained my knee badly. Yeah, I was limping. I could barely walk. Yeah. Okay, anyway, we Good love Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, right, yes. I love Massachusetts. Speaking of loves. Yeah, loving I love Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That's a great segue. Great. Is that a good segue? You're like the best. <laughs> You're like the best podcaster on the planet. I'm a high-end segue Hey, everyone, guy. tweet in if you love Kevin Heffernan's podcast abilities. Yeah. Mm. I thought you said they were low-key. All right, so last week we did um, uh, no, but it's like 10 you, Things I Hate. <clears throat> you know, like when you, uh, in the old days, when you listen to the radio? Right. And you could tell the DJ was sick around flu season, and they were yeah. all like low energy, right? Logi, that's you. You're Logi. I don't know. I feel like um, I feel like a podcast is more intimate. So, like you know, this is my intimate voice. You know what? You're 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 right in the sense that like last week when we were doing the hate podcast it was very ranty. Yeah, but this is more love. It is more like love. my first one is going to is going to be a Logi a love. It is a okay. Logi love. My my first one is like super appropriate. You love me? No. You love sitting down. No. You love are, having Lyme disease? Are we getting into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Because last week we did 10 Things I Hate. Yeah. Part two. And this will be 10 Things I Love, part two. Yeah. Uh, but we did hate first last time, this time because uh, uh, it seemed like there were more hates than loves. So we need to savor the loves, Lemmy. Savor the love, bro. Dude, that's, that's going to be the name of your first album. Savor the, the love. Kevin Heffernan's Savor the Love. Savor the love. Okay. Uh, my first love yeah. is totally appropriate okay. for today, okay. for this week, okay. Um, because it's coming up, man. Oh, I boy. love Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, you do, dog. I really do. You know, I mean, it's, it might be my favorite holiday. I don't know. That's how, it's, Christmas is just a great holiday, but yeah. Thanksgiving is just a great holiday. I love it. Yeah. There are some great ones. Like, I love Halloween as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. See, everyone, Everett Chuker, did you hear that? That's Kevin Heffernan. Well, what do you want me to say? I, if, yeah. I didn't say I love Halloween. I said I love Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving a lot, but No, Halloween, but I said I love personally. Halloween. And you go, yeah. As a kid, I liked Halloween. But as an adult, I love Thanksgiving. Can we agree that they're both awesome? They are both awesome. Yeah. Thanksgiving is phenomenal. It's great. Uh, and, and you're coming over. Coming over tomorrow. With your family. With my family. Right. Oh, we do Thanksgiving together. By the way, and this is the first time ever. This is uh, this is legitimate people. What you're hearing here is live friendship between Kevin Heffernan and Steve. You're Lemmy. bailing. No, I'm not bailing. Okay. So well, we had a great time last year. 
Did we, Kev? Yeah. Did we, Kev? I think we did. I'm we, emotionally we scarred from last year's what do you Thanksgiving. Mean? That your your children, I was holding my baby. Your yep. children pulled my pants down. They pantsed you. They pantsed. I was pantsed you in front of the whole room. Yeah, I was standing in front of the TV set with my baby, trying to rock him to sleep. Right. They pulled my pants down. I wasn't wearing any underwear. Yeah. And happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Here's a drumstick for you. <laughs> Uh, here's some and turducken some, and some cranberry sauce. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Wait, what? Some creamed spinach? What? what? Ew, what? Gross. Oh, God. Mm. I'll tell you what. I love Thanksgiving so much. Yeah. I have to admit, I have loved it much more having a family. Yeah. Like, I, un- I get it now. And not that I didn't get it when I was a kid, but like, <clears throat> you know, when you're a kid, you have a, like a bad attitude. Yeah. And so fuck it was like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Fuck Thanksgiving. You know what? Man. Fuck the pilgrims and fuck the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I I learned everything I need to know on the streets. Yeah, fuck it, man. Anybody want to go over to the parade? Yeah. <laughs> I hear Smurf that is looking real good this year at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> and I'm gonna fuck her. Did you go did you used to go out to the parade or no? Oh yeah. You did? Yeah, I I uh, punctured a fucking float. You did not. We, uh, my friend Nick Weinstein and I. This is a, yeah. a little whirlwind thing. It was like he and I, not Danny Weinstein, who was the in- inspiration for Finkelstein, right? Nick Weinstein, his brother, it, Nick <laughs> Weinstein. Um, he had a house on Central Park West. Okay, he's so Nick Weinstein is the guy we've talked about it before. Like he and I, when we were kids. We got that subscription of Playboy together. Right, okay. It got sent to my house. But we were mischief makers for like a week or two. And he was your little mischievous friend. I guess so. Okay. And uh, we, he, his house, probably like on the 10th floor overlooking uh, Central Park West. where Perfect. The, the Macy's Day Parade goes, goes right by. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and we took a giant uh, piece of oak tag. Okay. And folded it into an airplane. Okay. And we attached nails to the tip. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How old are you at this point? Like eight. Okay. And we attached nails, no parental supervision, Yeah. to the tip. And we fucking threw it out the window. And oh, it, my God. And it hit one of the floats. Which float, Snoopy? Uh, it might have been, it it been Snoopy. Okay. And um, I think it was Snoopy. And, yeah. and the Snoopy, we were positive it was starting to like... F- like uh, deflate and like float off to the. I think we nailed it. <laughs> anyway, can't really remember. I bet you wouldn't have been able to. But I mean, Dude, just, it's the it's the thought that counts. Oh, it is the thought that counts. Right? We're trying to ruin yeah. the parade. But did you ever go like down into the crowd? And stuff oh yeah. Or? Okay. I'm Kevin. I'm from New York City. Well, I know that. But I, I like. I lived in New York for twelve years. I never went to the parade because I don't like it. Like I, it's just too many people. Like I, I went. When I had kids, uh, we went to the like the blowing up of the balloons, which is like the night, the before, night before, yeah, and uh, is much more reasonable in terms of crowd or whatever. So you would drive in from Connecticut to go to that? No, no, no. So when I had kids, like when oh, we when, when we lived gotcha. when I lived on Central Park West or when I lived on across the street from you, yeah, uh, and I lived on 86th Street. Yeah, you'd walk. It's just a few. Blocks yeah, we just walk over there with the baby and, and 79th Street. Yeah, that was cool. But I, I, I don't. I'm not a parade guy, and I don't. It's just too much. There's too much crowd for me. Yeah, and so I never. But I tell you this: it is one of the things I love is having it on at the hot. You know, on the day, having it on the TV while you're putting all the food and shit together. Sure, because the kids love it. They like all the musical numbers and all that sure. shit. Sure, I don't really watch it. I like I like the white noise of it. Okay, frankly, yeah. Well, it's parade. like uh, a lot of people have an easy time falling asleep with. Uh, like, I have a very easy time falling asleep with football broadcasts on. Yeah. I find that the din of the commentators to be comforting. Sure. And the sound of the crowd. Sure. So you sure. like Al Roker. Well, no, I don't fall asleep Matt to Lauer. it. I'm just saying it's a, it's, a good, uh, uh, it's a good thing to have yeah, on. Yeah, Matt and Katie. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I just love it. But isn't it like... Uh, I love it. Wasn't there a point in time recently where, like... I mean, it used to always be NBC, but now other things are, like, horning in on it? Or is that not true? Don't know. Don't watch them. Okay. All right. You know why? Because Thanksgiving's for pussies. Hey. Just kidding. That's my old. That's old Steve Lemmy. But young. do your kids like watch the parade on the TV? Well, your I mean, LA kids. I mean, yeah. Carlos just turned four, so it's right. like I don't even think he knows about the parade yet. Okay. Because like, my kids love. It. They like make sure we TiVo it, or you know, DVR it, and they make sure we're. 
TiVo. How old yeah. are you, Kevin? I know, really. Beep, beep, they make sure beep, we DVR beep, 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 it, and they, you know, they want to watch the whole thing. Um, yeah, maybe this year. My, in the last like year, my son has started to understand what a parade is. Okay. He calls it a parade. Okay. That's what, it. Was the July Fourth parade. Okay. Was where was really his first parade, which he was into. We were up in Santa Barbara. All right, we're back to Thanksgiving. You love Thanksgiving. I like the parade in the morning. I like the football starts. I like putting making the meal. Yeah. And then people come over. You have some drinks. Love eating the meal. I like eating the meal. Yeah. I like watching the football. Yeah. Maybe fire in the fireplace. I also have to admit, and I didn't realize, I like seeing the families together. Yeah. I like, you know, it's like, I mean, your little girls, the little girls love the little my little boys. Yeah. And so it's very, you know, it's like, a, I mean, look, they pulled my pants down. That Your children I are know, fucking terrible. I love it. I loved it. But it provided a great memorable moment for it us. Did. We were all laughing. It did. It made it be like, we should do this again next year. Yeah. It made it like, you know what it made? Yeah. It made it be like Thanksgiving was awesome this year. Because <laughs> not only did we have like great food and good laughs and have a good time. but Right. Well, yeah, we had good, you know, it's like, but somebody's dick got shown on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yours. All right. So Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is yeah. this week, and I'm looking forward to it. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. And um, okay. we're going to have a great time. Can I bring anything? Sure, whatever you want. All right. I think you guys brought last time, you know, which everyone likes, is that, um, was it like a sweet potato thing with the, with the marshmallow on it? Yeah, Tiffany. Uh, everyone loves that. Makes great sweet potatoes, and she also makes a green bean casserole, which okay. I bet she brought. Okay. Maybe okay. not. Okay. I don't remember. Well, I'll get her to bring it. Okay. And we'll bring some stuffing, too. Okay. I'm, usually, I'm the stovetop stuffing guy. Right. Like, I love all different stuffings, but I'm also, as a, as a stuffing connoisseur yeah. and purist, mm-hmm. I also like to stovetop stuffing, which yeah. is goddamn delicious. Well, we used to do that when we were kids. We'd have, like, the, the family stuffing, and then some, and you'd make a stovetop stuffing for the Yeah, well, because sometimes that family stuffing has a little extra business in it that you're like, right. you know. But as I grow older, I like the extra business in it. So my wife makes us, uh, her family stuffing that has business in it that I like. What's your thoughts on raisins in a stuffing? mm yeah, so I don't like it when I find a raisin in a stuffing. But Some sausage like in a stuffing. I'm Love, saying, I mean, go, I mean come, come on. on right? You like oyster uh, stuffing? No, I'm not an oyster guy. Okay, see, some people like oysters. Like the, the Chatterton, my wife's family, they, they make, the mom makes an oyster stuffing, which is delicious. Oyster stuffing? I've never yeah. even heard of that before. <laughs> see what I'm talking about? Oh, you know what okay. I've grown to love as, yeah. as an adult is cranberry sauce. Sure. Love I, cranberry I, sauce. Like my dad was a uh, slut for cranberry sauce when yeah. I was a kid, and I couldn't yeah. understand it. Mm-hmm. Like he would... If left up to him, he would just, like, half the can would be left over because my sister and I didn't eat it and my mom didn't eat it. He'd eat the whole thing. I'd be like, Dad, disgusting. My mom would be like, anybody want thirds? He'd be like, I will have a little more of the cranberry sauce. (laughs) Right. That's what my daughter likes. She eats it with a spoon. Oh, see, that's the thing. It's like, my dad would too. And, you know, my dad likes to say, you know, his S is with an E at the front. He'd be like, I'm going to have one more uh, I'm going to have one more a slice of a cranberry a sauce and eat it with an a spoon. One more a spoonful of a cranberry sauce. Yeah, cranberry a sauce. A sauce. Cranberry a sauce. Yeah. Okay. And cut me off in a slice. All right. That's a long one. We did a long that's one what right she there. Said. Thanksgiving. Um, that's my first one. You know what, though? I, I will have to say, like, I think it's appropriate that our podcast is called Chewing It. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of my loves are actually food things. We should, uh, aside from also adding the element of something for the ladies. Yeah. We should add a food element to okay. our, a segment, a food segment. I will, but I'm not, I don't really like foodies that much. I'm not a foodie fan. No, I don't like foodies either. You want to know? Because to me, food is fuel. <laughs> you know what? This is funny because it's like I, we've been watching Ratatouille. Yeah. And that's exactly what the father, Brian Dennehy's character says. That's the problem he and, uh, and Remy, the yeah. rat, have. Sure. Food is fuel. Right. You eat to survive. Right. That's, that's a, lot, a lot of where I come down. Yeah, listen, that's uh, the great uh, philosopher Spinoza said, some live to eat, I eat to live. Mm. No, that's the other way around. No, it's not. <laughs> He's saying food is fuel was his oh, message. Oh, okay. He's saying I'm not a foodie, I then I'm eat with him. to live. So you're a big Spinoza <laughs> fan. Yeah. Oh, he's e- a big e- Spinoza. E- Spinoza. E- Spinoza. Well, you know my Spinoza story, right? What's your, oh, the, uh, the, kid, so the kid with the nose? There was a kid at my school... He had, I won't say his first name, but he, his last name was Espinosa. Yeah. He had a huge nose. Right. And everyone would always chant, Espinosa. Right. Espinosa. Right. And so finally one day he d- disappeared. Yeah. He was gone from school. What had happened is he'd gotten a nose job. Yeah. And he unveiled it one night. Like, you know, we're in high school out at the bar that like served underage kids. It was like just a scene. Sure. In New York City. And he showed up and he had new, new nose. Perfect nose, and he was fucking good looking. That's but no nose, exactly. And, people, and but it was like one of those things where girls were like, "Oh my god!" Like, like the dude was fucking handsome, right? 
And also he's getting all this attention, and it was like, and people were like, oh, everyone's going after him, like, holy shit, look, look at you, man, you're, you're fucking good, you're a stud, dude, yeah. check you out. That's Spinoza. And he was getting drunk and getting cocky, and he wound up, oh, like, boy. picking a fight with somebody. Oh, God. And he, you know, he, the guy was like, he'd never like really been in a bar or anything like that. And so right. like, he's feeling his oats. He stepped outside in front, like first, let yeah. the guy walk out behind him. He turned around and the dude's fist was right there. Oh my God. Sucker punch. Shattered his nose. Shattered his new nose. He had to go and get a nose job just to repair his nose. Oh. And they had to shave away more nose. Oh my God. And he wound up with like a little tiny cat nose. Right. right. The kid the had one night of glory. Uh, that's like a, it's like a fable. It is a fable or parable. Yeah, it's like like what Icarus like. Don't fly too close to the sun. Yeah, yeah one one night of a perfect nose. Yeah, there's a movie in here somewhere. And that was it. It's called Who Knows. <laughs> right, right, right. Because who knows? Who knows? This probably we've probably set a world record, <laughs> for, like for bullshit. For bullshit. <laughs> okay. In the bullshit Olympics, we just won gold. Well, you know what's interesting is that I read an article yesterday mm. about podcasts. Okay. And how one of the uh, attractions to podcasts, and this is the, the article was about this, one of the attractions is that people like to listen to them as they fall asleep. Right. And so this particular uh, uh, article was ranking the best podcast to go to sleep to. Okay. Which is a funny thought in general. Sure. Like who has the most boring podcast? Yeah, yeah. But they were really more of like, there are podcasts that are like bedtime story podcasts, like adult bedtime stories or whatever it is. You know oh, what wow. I mean? Like... Uh, 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 people just talking, you know, to the thoughts. You know, like we talked about before, white noise that you can just sure. fall asleep to. And maybe that's what this is. I bet. I, I maybe bet, that's what this is. I bet our podcast bores the shit out of people. <laughs> I don't think it does, but I, I bet it's a, a, not a bad one to fall asleep, like to put on your earphones as you're laying in bed and then just kind of drift off. I wonder it. if, like, uh, statistically, I'd like to know who then between us, who they fall asleep uh, more easily too. I bet you knock people out, Kev. Oh my god. I guess you cuz I'm low energy is that why? Like with me sick? when I come on people they fight to stay away. They're like, "Oh my god. Who's oh my guy? god, Steve's talking again." It's like a jolt of energy. Yeah, but then when you come on they're like, "All right, we've only got one through one love so far. Okay. Go. One love <laughs> talk about. You know what I love, Kev? Yeah. A nice snowy day sitting inside a restaurant mm-hmm. eating french onion soup and drinking red wine. Mm. And maybe some salty <laughs> french fries. Okay, so wintry day. Uh, it's got. There's got to be a nice blizzard outside, maybe. Right in a restaurant. In a restaurant, like a hearth uh, with a fire. Yeah, that kind of by thing? the window, I like to feel the cold okay. off the window. Okay, and see people walking by. Okay, while I'm eating French onion soup, drinking red wine, and also there's a side of salty French fries. Oh. And is this a more of a rural setting, or is this like on the streets of New York City? It doesn't really matter. But, okay, you know, I I learned it on the streets of New York City. Right. Like when there'd be one of those blizzards outside, when like people would be like skiing in the streets. Yeah, I'd be like, let's go to a restaurant and have some French onion soup and some red wine and some salty fries. <laughs> right, right. Age six. Yeah, <laughs> and then curb somebody in the snow. <laughs> right, and watch the snow turn red. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, no, I, I like everything about. That sounds great. That sounds like a great thing. I mean, for you, it'd be rosé wine, probably. Oh, yeah, or maybe like just a. Or beer, beer, <laughs> <laughs> a pale ale, <laughs> like the bitterest. Maybe just a beer, beer maybe. But no, that's a that's a very comfortable, warming type of thing. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, things I love: reading the newspaper while taking a shit. Oh Jesus, Heffernan! <laughs> Jesus Christ, Heffernan! Just to paint a little different picture. I almost feel. I know. Well, you can do that the next day. I love. I love to uh, retire to the bathroom. You said this already in the last. I don't think I did. In, it was your first one. I don't think I did. You said in our last podcast of loves. Yeah. You were like, I love taking shits. That's when you. Go I back, don't think I said that at all. Go back and listen okay, to. Okay, I'll have to. That's what I like. I did like you say you love farting because you definitely said you loved farting. Maybe farting. I like retiring to the bathroom with the newspaper. And, yeah. And reading it. Front to back. You wonder why we don't have female listeners. Front to you back. You wonder why we only have a one I think I'm being very listeners. honest. You know, it's funny. I'm not talking about taking a shit. I'm talking about, I'm talking about quiet time. Like, being able to close the door. Nobody's bothering you. See, Your kids you, aren't bothering that's you. That's why you need a chew room. My, my shit room. My shit <laughs> read room. <laughs> okay. okay. Nobody's a, bothering you, and you do your own thing. Do you remember that uh, I uh, lived with a girl who was from Mississippi? Yes. Fuck, I, maybe we talked about this on the last time we did this. We did, she, and she used she used to take big cruds. Yeah. And she'd go to the bathroom with like a stack of magazines, and she'd be like, I'm going to be a while. Right. But she was like a little, it wasn't like, she, she was way fresh, right? Yeah. 
I'm just saying, but like she would, and then she would be in there for like 30 minutes. She'd come out with like the, <laughs> the red welts across her thighs where her forearms had been right. resting while she read. Right. Right. But, uh, okay, great. So that's cool. So you love that. I love that too. Now I feel guilty that maybe I said that. I did say that last time. I, I have found that. I don't I, think I did though. I'm much more electronic though in the bathroom. I, I, I'm not reading as much literature, paper literature as I once did. Now I bring in like computer games. Oh, really? I never do that. But. Or like fantasy football. Yeah, like I, I'll I'll read the newspaper on my iPad. Or hard my, copy? Or you, oh, so you bring my a tablet phone? In there. Okay. But no, I actually like bringing the hard copy newspaper into the bathroom. Sure, it's the reason I still get the newspaper delivered to my house. So you can bring it to the for toilet. that twenty minutes when I go in and sit down and read it. Yeah, and enjoy it. <laughs> twenty minutes. Yeah, or whatever, fifteen minutes. Sweet. Okay. Until when the hemorrhoids start. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Heffernan? Well, that's why you're not supposed to sit in the toilet, right? Isn't that the truth? It's one of the things, yeah. But like, I mean, that's uh, the one thing stopping me from sitting there for half an hour. I know, but that people tell me not to. Look, we have three million male listeners and one million female listeners. Yeah. We need to get up our female numbers. How is uh, Jocelyn female? from the Chew Crew going to recommend to her girlfriend, Sally, you've got to listen to this podcast? Oh, what do they talk about? Well, one of them talks about taking shits and having hemorrhoids. How, how are we going to... So, wait a minute. You're telling me that in a list of podcast. things I love, I need to pull my punches? So that... I Hey, women shit too, pal. Okay? Women shit too. You're goddamn right they do. All right. Okay. okay. All right. We'll move off that, I guess. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, no. We can stay on it. Okay. okay. Do you know what I love? Yeah. I love salty butter. <laughs> salty butter. I love salty butter. It's funny. I was just talking about this to someone because um, I, I never realized it, but I think I grew up in a family of salted butter, and my wife is from an unsalted butter family. Get get me the noose right now, kid. And so we always have unsalted butter. Oh, my God. I mean, what's the point? Uh, what's the point? Lubrication. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's like empty <laughs> calories. Like you're just getting the, the fat from the butter, but like no flavor. No, it still has flavor. Yeah. It doesn't have salt in it. Yeah, I know, but the it's flavor is like, you. it's sweet. Yeah. It's like cream. <clears throat> but I remember my dad, when my dad was here, he like he pulled the butter out of the refrigerator, freezer, whatever it was in the package, and it said unsalted butter. He's like, unsalted butter? Huh. Oh. Really? Unsalted butter? Had he never uh, seen that yeah. before, or did he was surprised? I, I, pro- he may not have ever seen it before, because in my life, is always salted butter, right? Yeah. And then... I think he means salted butter. Salted butter. And then... Uh, He's a very sodium conscious guy in general, though. Yeah, and so he's always looking to reduce his sodium. Okay, and it might have been a thing like they have such a thing. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, they actually. I mean, it's big a very Mike, if you're, but big Mike, if you're listening, don't reduce your sodium in this department. <laughs> you won't be happy. I okay. think unsalted butter is one of the worst, but I don't want to turn this into like a hate thing. Like I, you know, because I could have last week been like I hate unsalted butter. Okay, because I hate unsalted butter. Okay, this is a love podcast. I love salty butter. What if I have unsalted butter at Thanksgiving? Well, I'll tell you, uh, I got a little joke for you. Who's got two thumbs and won't be eating that? (laughs) This guy. Okay. Okay. Because unsalted butter is for fools. Why? Because it tastes as good, you said. No, it doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste good at all. Better for you, though. Well, I guess so, but you're eating, that's like like low tar cigarettes. Right. Well, they are better for you. (laughs) Yeah, they're better now. Healthier cigarettes. <laughs> right. Um, they're actually not better for you, Kev, though, Are by they? the way. I, I wouldn't know. No, because I'll tell you why. Because, like, the less tar, the less nicotine, the reason that people find them satisfying is because in the filters <coughs> they put more chemicals. Okay. And so the, you're act, like, you are getting natural things when you smoke cigarettes, but the more chemicals you get, the more dangerous it is. So, actually, low tar, less nicotine is worse for you than a high tar, high nicotine cigarette. Okay. That's why Lucky Strikes are the best for you. Huh. Unfiltered cigarette. Huh. Good I should start it. smoking. You should. <laughs> I love smoking cigarettes. I should start. Do you? I used to. You used to. If this was uh, 20 years ago, you know that would be the first thing on my li- I like a cigarette after a meal. <laughs> I like waking up and smoking. That same Mississippi girlfriend right. used to wake up smoking cigarettes. Right. I would. Can you believe dream, that? I mean, yeah, that is part of your life. <clears throat> I would dream that like a house was on fire. <laughs> you know, or like like right. a, a car was was uh, on fire and the tires were burning. Right. And then because like I'd be having a smelly dream and then I wake up and I realize she was just smoking cigarettes in bed. Ugh. She'd pop off like three menthol cigarettes before she got out of bed and then took her thirty minutes shit. Oh my god! Reading her fucking cosmos. I always thought that was a funny thing, though, because what she would read is a girl magazine. She'd go, go in there with a stack of Cosmopolitans. Right. 
take them into the can and sit there for 30 minutes right. leaning on her on her thighs right smoking cigarettes yeah stinking up the joint did you uh used to smoke cigarettes when you woke up depends yeah like maybe if i was hung over yeah i would but other uh, otherwise i'd want to i mean smoking in bed was a if you're a full-time smoker is a fun thing yeah but like it's the, so. the amazing thing is that having you know quit smoking now like for eight years for the second time yeah i don't miss it at all like i i look back and i'm like god disgusting gross, gross. anyway but anyway this is a this is a love podcast right i okay. love salty butter salty butter you know it's like like when i have lobster because i love lobsters yeah i yep. love seafood uh-huh. i love my my crab meat i love you know uh, i love dipping lo- i'm gonna have lobsters today i love dipping lobsters into like a nice salty butter <laughs> right oh my god do i love now will you occasionally butter. salt your butter anyway put some more salt into it just say more salt in your butter um no okay that's a little too much salty okay but you know it's like you know what I will do like when I when I grill steaks I do the old trick you know like I I uh, I melt I I melt a stick of butter yeah and then I melt like some thyme and some salt and pepper mm-hmm. and some uh uh that's it thyme and salt and pepper into the butter and then I freeze the butter again yeah and then as I'm you know a couple minutes before I take the steaks off the grill I slice up the butter and start popping them on right. Just to, and the and the steaks are already marinated in soy sauce and salt and pepper and thyme. Right. I'm just giving you an, another fucking deeper blast. Sure, sure. Like right in the in the bone marrow of the steak. Right. You're gonna bite into like a like a corpuscule of salty butter. Right. Salty butter. God damn it! That'd be the name of my first album. Salty of your band. Butter. Yeah. What's the name of your Sa- savor the taste or something? <laughs> Savor the feeling, savor the love, savor the love, savor the love. Mine is salty butter. That's my salty butter. All right, go. Okay, here's something I love and uh, I miss, and um, it's hard for me to talk about. I was watching the uh, yeah Uh, when I watched the Giants Patriots game recently. Yeah, last weekend or whatever it was. Yeah, and uh, uh, terrible, terrible game because my Giants lost. Yeah, but I'm watching that game and uh, the two coaches they have there. Right, they got Bill Belichick, yeah. Tom Coughlin. Yeah, right. And uh, and they started talking. They now started talking about how those guys are both disciples of Bill Parcells. Yeah. And I'm watching. It's true. They were both on the Parcells staff. They both were on the Giants staff under Parcells. And they're both, you know, two like the longest tenured coaches. Mm-hmm. Those two guys. But they're both fucking sad sacks. Okay. Is what they are. Go on. Coughlin and Belichick. Sure, this is a love uh, episode, and it made me miss Bill Parcells. Uh-huh. It made me realize the love I had for Bill Parcells. Yeah, you love tuna. I mean, he there's there's no those two guys are kind of like the gold standard of coaching right now, and it's it's so fucking boring. Like Bill Belichick is like a fucking gloom and doom. That's what Parcells' nickname for him was Doom. He used to call Par, he used to Belichick Doom. Really? That was his nickname. Here comes Doom. Hilarious. Because he's just so fucking mopey and angry all the time. And, and you know, Coughlin's like bitter beer face, you know. He's like the angry elf in a Santa Claus uh, thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But Bill Parcells was, ne- was not that. No, he was lively and he gave a... Uh, he was funny. He was tough. He gave a fun press conference. And, he, and there's, there's no one like that anymore. There's people who try to be like that. Yeah, like Rex Ryan tries to do that, but Rex Ryan is a fucking clown. That's what it is. Rex Ryan tries to emulate the tuna. But Rex Ryan can't even come close. Like, people feared the tuna. No, because he's, it's forced. Yeah. Like, the that? tuna would never walk out there with, like, a wig on. The tuna wouldn't make a foot fetish video of his wife. No, <laughs> you dude. know, none of that shit. Yeah. The, right? The, 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 and also, he wouldn't keep making these fucking dumb guarantees that yeah. Rex Ryan is always making. We're going all... It's like, shut up. But people, people feared Parcells, but he was also funny, and they loved Parcells. Yeah, like the me, the his press conferences after every weekend were always fucking great. Oh, yeah, because the media were so afraid to ask him questions. Yeah, because he would look at you and just look right through you. Yeah, and then say something wise ass. Well, he'd make fun if you asked a stupid question. Yeah, which you realize if you actually sit down and listen to those press conferences, there are so many stupid questions. You know, like, sure. How does this loss make you feel? What do you mean? How does it make me feel? It makes me feel like shit. Ask, ask me a dumber question. But where where are, are those guys happy? today in the NFL? The, co- the coaches are all very bland to me. 
I don't know. Yeah. But they're, they're, it's hard to find the parcels of the world, I feel like. I like, uh, yeah, no, I know. I mean, it's like the, the coaches I like. I like Coach Mike Tomlin. Tomlin's um, good, but he, I don't know how not a personality sense guy. of humor guy is. I think, I think Bill O'Brien's got a uh, sense of humor. Uh, but he didn't have a, a winning record. No. <laughs> Parcells got rings, bro. Parcells got He turns franchise around. Yeah, he also and he had, you know, it's like you think of Parcells. He had some other issues. Like his superstar was a, like a coke addicted whore monger <laughs> well, wife beater. Okay, okay, easy. And now. he easy had now. to deal with that. Right, but that dude looked at Parcells like a father. Like that dude was afraid of Parcells. Yeah. Now there are stories about him going to Parcells' house in low moments and yeah. you know, Parcells having to take in yeah. LT and, you know, like talk him off the ledge. Yeah. Um, and he always had great lines and he, he always had a weird thing. You know, he had that, we loved that line where he talked about his wife. Yeah. We did that, there's a 60 Minutes episode. They did an interview with him and he talked about his wife and he just kind of ripped his wife about how, uh, let me tell you something about my wife. He said, she didn't know anything about football. Okay. She doesn't know if football is pumped full of air or stuffed full of feathers. Yeah, he loved that line. Oh, the way he said it, too, was that Jersey accent. Yeah. Feathers. Yeah, with feathers. Of course, he divorced that woman uh, a couple years later. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> After 25 years I of marriage. I can't imagine what it would be like to be married to an NFL coach. Either. Like, Can you imagine being married to Coughlin? Yeah. A red-faced uh, <laughs> like Freddy Krueger sure. at the end of the table? Sure. sure. You know, Thanksgiving, like, you know. Oh, with that look, like looking through his glasses, like, where's that? Where's that stuffing? <laughs> right. You know, right? And Belichick, I mean, Jesus. Although, as I understand it, he's you know quite a swinger, Bill Belichick. Oh, is he? Yeah, like, he's got a young field. girlfriend now. Oh, he does? I think so. I didn't know that. Or like kind of like a hot girlfriend or something. Wasn't like she? There's something about how she like had like. Uh, I did no idea. I don't know. I don't, and nor do I want to even talk about Belichick. Yeah. Well, because funny. Parcells, he also had interesting quirks. Like, did you know he? Um, he had this uh, elephant collection. Like, he had an elephant superstition. Okay. And he collected elephants, like statues of elephants. Really? And so he had, like, hundreds of them in his office. But the whole deal is, for good luck, the statue's trunk always had to point towards the door. Okay. So all these, like, he had all these elephant statues in his room with the trunk pointing towards the door. And so sometimes, he has, so he, he's OCD. He, yes. And then sometimes someone would go in and maybe turn it. And see if he, you know, blew a gasket or whatever. Wow. But, but okay. that's, you know, that's what he was. But he won, he was tough, and he was funny. And there's, I, don't, I don't think there's anything like that anymore. Okay, okay. Let's lament And it. I love him. Let, you loved him so much you actually would watch him when he coached other teams. I, I would watch, yeah, I watched him coach and turn the entire franchise around of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He turned that franchise around. Yeah. And turned them into what they are today. Yeah. The Cowboys, the Jets, even when he was like president of the Dolphins, you know, I'd watch his I press conferences. I forgot about the Dolphins. I'd watch his press conferences. Now he's, you know, who knows where he yeah, is. Yeah, think about Tuna, though. He never uh, never stuck around too long. Well, you know what they you know, he used to say, you know? What? You but, know what it is, right? No, if you can draw this moment out any longer, too, it'll be awesome. Okay. If you're going to cook the meal, you got to let me buy the groceries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there are a lot of places that didn't let him buy the groceries. You're like you're like the Bill Pelichek of podcasts, though. What do you mean? You're all like I'm doomed. Logie, I'm not Logie. Okay. You're talking about I had a good one. That's a good one. <clears throat> I love Bill Parcells. Okay, I love fantasy football. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I have a similar thing written down here. In my I don't house. remember what we were talking about. Why we were talking about fantasy football last week during the hate portion? Yeah. Oh, is your third and long? Oh, thing. third, third and long. I love fantasy football because really, what it's also done is made me just enjoy football even more. Sure, because every every real football game is exciting now because of fantasy. Yeah, football. I I watched. I mean, I I I didn't watch it in live time, but I watched the whole game later on the other night. I watched the Titans and the Jaguars. Yeah. Because I had both quarterbacks. You had Bortles <laughs> and, uh, and Mariota. I had Mariota. The thing I wrote down was I like the thing. I, the best part I like about fantasy football yeah. is the Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Like after the kids go to bed. Yeah. Like I sit down on my computer and then I, like I pour over the games. Okay. And I just look and see who did what and who did where and sure. what do I need for next week. Oh, interesting. I like that. I like the Sunday night. Moment, okay, interesting. Where I can GM a little bit. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this guy had a great day. Maybe I should think about picking him up. This yeah. guy had a lot of targets. This guy had a lot of attempts. This guy, whatever. Sure. 
You know what I mean? This sure. guy threw 50 passes in this game. Well, that, that yeah. brings me to my real love topic. Okay. It's not fantasy football? It is fantasy football. Okay. But I now love overtime in real football games. Okay. Why? Because you can get more points? Because you get more. That's, like, that's gravy when you're like, oh, sweet. My guy already has a lot of points, and we're going into overtime, so he's going to get even more points. Okay. I love that shit. <laughs> okay. I okay. love that shit. Okay. Okay, here's something I love. Our shoot from a couple weeks ago, our Super Troopers 2 shoot, reminded me how much I love shooting movies. Yeah, shooting movies is great. Um, but just uh, flexing that muscle of uh, performance and coming up with funny shit on the spot mm-hmm. and having fun with it, that kind of stuff. You know? It was great. And I can't wait to finish the movie because that'll be, you know, this was like a little taste. Yeah. Um, Although it's funny because even though we were only gone for two weeks, I definitely, my head got all fucked up like it normally does on like an eight-week shoot. Yeah. You know, where like I come back and the first thing I want to do is like, it's like, I just, it's like. Eat like a pig. Eat like a sleep. pig. Sleep, drink. Lyme's be, disease. Be prickly. <laughs> you know, be exhausted. Have a fever. Yeah, but that's, but like the first thing I notice is that like, because like I exercise so hard before the movies. Yeah. That then when we get back, like, all I want to do is not exercise, and I just want to eat, yeah. and I'm like, I want to eat, and I want to consume as much as I can. Sure. But uh, but I do... Then but, you fall back into that yeah, traps. Yeah, but making movies is, is a blast. It's great, you know. It's a, it's a hard thing to pull together, and you end up spending a lot of time trying to do it as opposed to actually doing it, so that when you are actually doing it, you realize, God, this is why we do that. Because mm-hmm. it's so fun. Yeah. It's the best. That's what I think. Shooting movies. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. And Austin, just the camaraderie. It is Even fun. We're not shooting movies. You know, we're all in a hotel right. together. We, you know, we Put, go. You're putting aside maybe the th- the little things that get annoying. Well, that's, you know, that's it too. It's like, you know, when you're not making a movie and you're hustling, that's when people, that's when tempers can flare and people have different opinions on how to do things. And that's when you're yeah. working, you're being so exact about the script that you're working on. It's like you're just having differences. But then when you shoot the movie, it's like... You don't have time for that shit. You don't have time for it. But like the night before you start shooting, it's like we go out to dinner and it's like, you know, you toast glasses. You're like, we did it. Here we go again. Yep. And even, you know, like at the wrap party for this quick little bit of Super Troopers, you know, it's like you all hugging each other and it's like, okay, yeah. we got it in the can. Yeah. Well, when we, fin- when we finally get all of Super Troopers 2 in the can, it'll be a, a great... It's always a great moment. You know, yeah. like we did it. Now let's put it together. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay. Do you know what I love, Kev? Yeah, dead air. Oh boy, touche. <laughs> I love, I love a good touche. I love a good touche. I love a good touche. You know, what I love. Yeah. Sleeping on an entire flight. I love before you asleep. take off and as you land. That kind of thing. Well, that's the ultimate. Is like right. Getting in your seat. You're on a window seat, so you know you're not going to have to get out. Laying your head down, and you fall asleep before even taking off. Right. And then, like, the, the flight attendant is shaking you. Like, sir, right. sir, you have to get up now, and you're the only one left on the plane. Like, oh. Right. I heard an interview with a woman who t- talked recently about how she sleeps so hard on planes that she puts a note on herself. Because I am not, I'm okay. I'm just sleeping very deeply. Wow. Which is kind of weird. That is weird. Seems excessive to me. That I- That is weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <clears throat> but I like it too. I mean, the problem is when you're flying with your kids, you can't do that shit, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Like when we are going on the road and we're flying and stuff like that, then yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. Do you ever feel weird, though, like if you were, like if a terrorist takes over your plane or something like that, like, you know, you're going to be out of it? Um, you know what I mean? I guess. you're sleeping too hard? <laughs> I guess it depends on the circumstances. Like if we were going to get. Like if, if you had to wrestle like a. Guy trying to break into the cockpit or something like that. You were asleep. We needed. We needed you. Well, I mean, I would be bummed out about that. Sure. If like, if uh, going to the pearly gates mm-hmm. after the plane had gone down or whatever, and we right. gotten killed. If Saint, if I was like Saint Peter, what could I have done differently? He's like, you know, if you'd been awake, you were the one guy who could have stopped that guy. Right. Then I'd be bummed. Sure. Okay. On the other hand, if that plane was going to go down and there was a terrorist on board and there's nothing I could do, I'd pretty much like to be asleep through the whole thing. You'd rather be asleep. Yeah. Um, so you, the plane hits the ground and, you're like, and you wake up for one second. You're like, what the fuck? Is it? What? 
What? Boom. Oh, man, I'm thirsty. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I do kind of like... Do you fall asleep to music? I, I do fall asleep to music okay. on airplanes. Okay. Um, I do kind of like waking up with like 45 minutes to go. Okay. And then like I'll make I'll have the flight time bring me whatever's left in the in the kitchen. Yeah. And they're like we just have the Sweetheart, bring me whatever's left in the kitchen. Yeah, what do you have that? We have, we have a cheese and fruit plate. That's perfect. Yeah, bring it. And a coke. Bring it. Yeah. Hurry up. Okay. Um I guess I could check and see. And then cause there was like, you know what? Just, just it's free. It's on the house. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks a lot. But what about when you're flying like a Sunday and football games are on? I love Okay. I love airlines with TV sets in the plane. Right, but then like, what do you? What's what outweighs what? The love of falling asleep or the love of sitting there and watching the football game? Um, probably the football. Yeah, is going to win out. Okay, but you know, I'll sleep with the football on. Sure. And then every time I wake up, right, I'll stare and like happily stare, happily stare, or like, or I'll get angry, right, and pull off the headphones, right. God damn it. Fucking fancy. I'm going back to sleep. That's good. I like it, too. It makes the flight go really fast. Best, best part about it. Really fast. Especially like a five-hour flight. Yeah. But it's not like a good five-hour chunk of sleep in the middle of the day. Like that's Some a, people can't do that. I can't. I'm blessed in that I can't. <laughs> I know. You're, you're funny because every flight we've ever been on, no matter if you're tired or like perfectly rested, even when you're like, when you make your declaration, like, I'm working this entire flight, I know... Right. Yeah, within 10 minutes, you're going to be out. Right. Happily. Yeah. Um, it's a blessing. I had a funny is. thing once when I was in high school. When I used to go to boarding school in Colorado, I was flying a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember one, one flight out there to Denver. I was on the window. There was a guy next to me on the aisle. And he fell asleep with one eye open and one eye shut. Okay. And the eye on the aisle was open. And okay. the eye next to me was shut. Okay. And he was sort of like lean towards me a little bit, so I, I understood what was going on. And the flight attendant walked by towards the end of the flight. The guy had had a few cocktails. Sure, okay. And his tray was open, so his eye was open, and that's all she could see because his nose was blocked the other eye. And she was like, "Sir, we're uh, we're descending now, so you should finish your drink and put up your tray table." And he didn't say anything. She's like, "Sir, we're uh, can you finish your drink and put up your tray table?" No answer. <laughs> She's like, "Sir, sir," mm-hmm. and she started. Shaking his his shoulder, right, and he was passed out hard. Yeah, yeah, okay. Still wasn't budging. Okay, she thought he's dead, and I was enjoying it, right? Because I'm like a float puncturer. Sure, okay, yeah. I didn't say anything because I wanted her just to discover. But she, yeah, she thought he was dead, and yeah. finally he was like, <laughs> and woke up, and she was like, "You have to f- finish your drink and, and uh, put up your tray table." And he like was like, picked up his drink, slammed it, <laughs> gave it to her, and put up the table, and then went back to bed. Okay, what do you love, Kev? Um, I love, this is a little antisocial, but, um, I love late at night watching movies alone, but then uh, I, I like to be able to make the movie as loud as I want. Like if I want to rewind part of it, sure, well, I don't you have, have to worry nice, about that. You have a separate, your office is in a separate structure. Yeah. So I could make it like super fucking loud if I want. Yeah. I can't really do that. I don't have anymore. to worry about it and turn it down. Yeah. Especially as I get older and I lose my hearing. Yeah. You just crank it. What do you say? I always know what he says. Yeah, because you got it cranked. If I can't tell what it says, it's the filmmaker's fault. Sure, it's a bad mix. Okay, okay. But anyway, I you know like the you know especially like you get this it's screener time you know screeners so yeah the, uh, the 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 movie company send the DVDs out to the people who vote for the awards. Do you watch that Shiraka? I did not. Are you gonna watch it tonight? I don't know. Maybe here's great. I have to tonight. I'm watching. Uh, my son flipped out. His favorite movie showed up as a screener. What he has called the favorite movie in his lifetime has shown up as a screener. Um, and we're watching it tonight. Uh, what is it? Jurassic World. Oh, my God. Well, then can I borrow your Scirocco? Because mine, mine haven't arrived yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch Oh, it. no. I mean, no. You can't. What? Come on. You just said yes. I mean, you can't because I'm not allowed to. Okay. Give it away. Okay. Gotcha. Based on r- the rules of the union. Right. You're right. But that, I wonder what how they... Because I'm going to get one of those. Yeah. But for for whatever reason, yours are just coming directly to you. Mine are going to our, our business managers, and then he sends them out. Right. Okay. Um, but, like, I wonder, like, why, if if it's okay for, like, members of the academy to pass them back and forth. I don't think it is. 
I think they're coded personally. Okay. At least that's what they threaten you. Piracy is not a victimless crime. You're right. You're absolutely right. Although we do laugh when my wife is like, you know, the, the, the thing comes up at the beginning and it's like, after you've watched this, please destroy it. Right. I'm like, yeah, okay. I do sometimes, especially if I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, when I watched the uh, the one last like year, War was, Horse, I destroyed the shit out of it. What was the one that like the uh, the one last year was like the mixture of all the different fairy tales with like Chris Pine and go like, into the woods into the oh my god yeah I couldn't stand that either but my kids loved it and they watched it again so I couldn't destroy it no oh. they wanted to keep watching it okay so you're watching Jurassic Park right? good job no Jurassic World Jurassic World I mean I've seen it already. Yeah, no, I know. You're watching it again. But I'm watching it I'm again. I'm excited tonight. to watch that. I'm watching it again tonight. Okay. Um, all right, whose turn? Is it my turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I love, Kev? Yeah. I love a nice breeze. Oh. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Flowing through the chasms of my mind. A breeze? Like, not just a summer breeze, any breeze. <clears throat> you know, like... Sometimes you're at like a, a like a restaurant with your wife. Yeah, you're holding hands, mm. and there's just a nice breeze. Mm-hmm. And you're like, God, what a fucking beautiful breeze! That's what I say to my sure. wife. What a fucking beautiful breeze! Yeah, almost as beautiful as you. I can't decide which is more beautiful: this breeze or you. Um, I hear you. Like sometimes, like you're like say you're taking a nap on the couch and the windows open, mm, and you roll over, breeze. and then you get hit by a, just a warm breeze. Oh, you like right in your fucking grill. Just in your, it makes the nap feel that much better. You're like, oh my god, I love that breeze. Oh, yeah, good yeah. breeze. Yeah, or like, you know, like you're at an outdoor concert at night. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and and not like ACDC or something like a right. hardcore one like that, like a fucking perfect one. Seals and Croft, right? But like Seals and Croft, I was I was gonna say like uh, Paul Simon, <laughs> right? All notes, you know, it's like a little like an acoustic <laughs> element to it, you sure, know, and like some harmony and shit. Sure, like, I love you more than words, <laughs> you know, and like uh, and there's a breeze going, and it's like mm-hmm. you look at your woman, you're like, I fucking love you, mm-hmm. and her name is Breezy or something like right. that. Hey, Bree, her name's Autumn. Oh my god, autumn! She's an autumn breeze. Okay, I I just love a nice breeze. Anyway, and I love I have to say I love eating in a breeze. Sure, go pizza. <laughs> I love pizza. Did I say that last time? I don't know. I don't think so. And I if love you did, pizza. It doesn't matter. Pizza's the, so fucking good. It's the best. It's the greatest. If I was on a desert island, I'm gonna say this definitively, and yeah. I had to have one food. It's the one question I can. You know, it's like no, I couldn't name what one movie I want to have. No, I can't name what one album I have. I want to have no what. Food? Oh, oh, that's easy. Pizza. A pepperoni pizza. Sure. Love it. I mean, like... I'd take a fucking pizza margarita. I don't give a shit. Like, pizza is a food that I can't stop eating. Oh, my God. Like, if there's a pizza, I'm going to eat it until the whole pizza's gone. Oh, my God. And you know what? I I, I don't know how you... I don't know where you fall on this subject. Yeah. And obviously, we're going to find out now. But, like, you know, there are some people who are, like, pizza snobs. Yeah. Who are, like... They don't like a Domino's pizza. Yeah. To those people, I say fuck you. I like. I think all pizzas. I love all pizza. Sure. I like all pizza. I love thin crust. I prefer like a big fucking New York City slice. Sure. Uh, that's what I would like. You most like one of, of those like that we used to get at, like the pizza joint too. That's like oversized. Yes. It's like yes. You know, it could feed a fucking family of three. Yes. Yes. Yeah, with pepperoni, you get. You'll get mm-hmm. two. I used to get the, like get two. Yeah, pizza joint with a chocolate milkshake. Oh, oh, fuck it's yeah, good. dude, it's good. I love pizza. I love. I love pizza. pizza. I haven't met a pizza that I won't overeat either. Uh, I'm probably on pizza tonight. You know what? I'm now going to have pizza. <laughs> I've decided I'm going to have pizza. Well, you, are your kids big pizza? You know, it's great. Well, yeah. uh, Carlos is just started. It used to be that we'd cut off the pizza for him. He's yeah. now he has started to eat it. Whole, okay. Like picks it up by the crust and eats it. He'll eat it down to the crust. He doesn't like the crust yet. Yeah, right. Even though I love a good crust. Sure, boy, I love a good crust. I love a good crust. Love it. Love it. My kids love pizza. I love pizza. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. If you looked at a char- chart, let's call it a pie chart, just to be okay. Punish. Okay, pizza pie chart. Yeah, yeah. If you looked at a pie chart, and it was who you have consumed the most pizza with. Okay. Okay. So now, obviously, there are there are a lot of people in this pie chart because you've eaten pizza with a lot of people. A lot of people. But who do you think? First of all, do you think I would occupy a big slice? Uh, yes, you would occupy a big slice, but not, 
probably not the biggest slice. I don't, I'm not sure. Who do you think has the biggest slice? I don't know. I'll tell you this. When I, like, in New York City, when I was living there after college, I ate pizza every day. I bet you day. and Chandra Sekar have, have Maybe. Chandra Sekar's got the biggest slice. But I would, like, when I was working as a paralegal law, law firm, every night I would come home. This is for, like, a year straight. Yeah. I'd get off the subway, stop at the first pizza place. Caravas. No, no, this is when we lived at the Flophouse. Okay. This is up in uh, uh, Chelsea. Okay. Stop, get two slices of pizza, and then bring it back to the Flophouse. Yeah. Every single night, that's what my dinner was. Oh, yeah. Well, And would you go Coke or beer? I would go uh, Diet Coke, and often I would go Sicilian slice. Well, I mean, that's what I would do is like <laughs> two regular and a Sicilian. Yeah, okay. And that's a lot for my little body. Sure, 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 sure. But uh, oftentimes I would, I would save... I would go one regular, one Sicilian. I'd save the other slice for later, late night. Yeah, late night. I bet Sharon Sagar is probably, probably got the biggest slice of that chart. Probably. Yeah. I think. He's probably also got a pretty big slice of your gyro chart, too. Yeah. So the gyro chart was a a moment in time. Yeah. Pizza, the pizza chart starts at birth and and continues to tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's pizza in your So I guess really, probably my family now. Maybe my wife I've had the most pizza with. Yeah, but like, but that's the thing though. It's like you have to factor in those like those early New York City days when like. When I had pizza every day. Well, it's just a Sometimes twice a day. You know, I mean, it's a cheap meal too. It's like five bucks. Yeah. For two slices of pizza, a Coke, and yeah. maybe some, like, all you all rings. Yeah, totally filled you up, but it was terrible for you. Well, whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever, dude. It makes you happy. It did. It made me happy. To this day, makes me happy. I've never gotten tired of pizza. Ever, ever, ever. And okay. I love pizza. Okay, great. You know what I love? Yeah. I love taking a hot 30-minute shower after being outside in freezing cold weather all day long. Okay. Did you get that in when we were in Massachusetts shooting? Every day. Yeah. I mean, that first day we shot, we, yep. were, we were at that outdoor site. Yep. And I was wearing short sleeves, and it was fucking freezing, and it was goddamn windy. Yeah. That night, I took a long shower. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Get the chill out. Yeah. The ne- maybe not... The next day, we were shooting some interior stuff, but then, like, the day... The pullover day. The pullover the, day. yeah. yeah. I was outside all day. All day long, yeah. Although my pullover day wasn't actually so bad. Well, I was watching some of the footage. I mean, the morning was very cold. Very cold. Oh, yes. True. Uh, and so that was unpleasant, but then it warmed up. Yeah. Then the next day, it was cold, but then it turned into the rain. You had the day. worst day. Yeah, but we didn't even finish because of the rain. So. Yeah, because it was so bad, but that was a cold, miserable day. That was day. a cold day. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And, you know, I always feel terrible because... You know, we come from a, a state that uh, has water problems, water shortage problems. Yeah. And they ask you to not take showers like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you get that out of your head, but it's not it's not cold here to the point where you have to do that. You no. know what I mean? Like sometimes it get a little chilly or you might, t- you know, go to the and do like soccer practice with the kids or basketball, whatever it is, and you get a little chilly and take a hot shower. But it's nothing like the East Coast. And so uh, uh, when, when we were there and you'd be standing in the shower taking that 20-minute fucking hot shower, I, I'd feel guilty about it, which is, yeah. uh, which, is uh, which is ruins the love of yeah. it, I feel like, you know? I'm wasting water. Yeah. No, I have... But I tell you what, out there they got so much fucking water they don't have to do with it. They should give some to us. They really should. We should fly some over here. Yeah. Or drive it. So much water. We, should, we need a pipeline to, to the East Coast. It's a whole different mentality. I told you this story. I took my kids to, we went to Lake Placid to visit grandparents. Yeah. And uh, uh, we stayed at this hotel, and they had sprinklers running the whole time we were there. It rained. Like, for the whole weekend we were there, the sprinklers were on. Yeah. Nobody even fucking gave a shit to turn them off. No. Even when it was raining out. They have more water than they know what to do with. I know it. It's all running into the lake. It's like, they're like, they're like, uh. They are to water what, you know, Pablo Escobar was to money. Right. Or Coke. No, it's like, you know, he's just, he, like they were hiding money. They, they didn't know what to do with it. They sure. had to hide it. They had to sure. bury it. Sure. I'll take some of that water. Dude, I'll take some of that money. <laughs> I prefer the water. Okay. Okay. Listen. But I agree with you. I like a, I like a good hot shower. Yeah. Man. Listen, these are just simple things. These are just yeah, things it's the simple things of life. Right, Steve? You know, it's like, I like, uh, I like salami. Do you like it or do you love it? I love it. <laughs> I love sliced tomatoes with salt on them and some balsamic vinaigrette. I love that. Okay. 
Okay. Simple. It's a simple thing. I love my wife's egg sandwiches. Okay. Was that is that a euphemism for something? Yeah, it's, I love sucking her tits. <laughs> what? Oh my god! You're the one I who has been again. complaining about the. Yeah, but now they listen to the whole podcast, and I got it right at the end. All right. On that note, it's been lovely. Hey, everyone, suck some tits. That's it. Isn't that what? That's the sign off. Isn't All that right. the me- message of the day? Hey, never stop sucking tits. No, uh, my message is enjoy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, enjoy. Give thanks. Give Happy thanks. Thanksgiving. Be thankful. You know what? I don't mean to get sentimental. Uh oh. But I guess in this time, you know, it's like the Paris thing is pissing me off. Yeah. I'm still pissed off about it. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Yeah, as a family man too, but it's like it's you know when people say give thanks and be thankful for what you have, like I think sometimes there's like a little bit of a cliche element to it. Right. In this case, I'm actually being sincere. Give yeah. thanks. Give thanks for what you got. Take a fucking moment. You know what? I don't care who you are. Take a fucking moment and actually say to yourself, "What am I thankful for?" And think about it just for a second. Yep. I'm thankful for you, Kev. Thanks, man. You too. I'm thankful for you too. Thanks. Let's have a great Thanksgiving. Yes, that's okay. Yes, that's <laughs> I'm wearing underwear and a belt. Okay. I'm not and getting naked tomorrow. No. I don't even know how much I want to drink on Thanksgiving. So. Or whatever. <laughs> whatever. You last last year you couldn't even you couldn't even properly appreciate my nakedness cuz you were like so fucking sunken into your chaise lounge <laughs> portion of your sectional couch. You didn't discipline your children. You hardly even laughed. Football was on, And bro. you slept there till like 4 in the morning. Football was on, bro. Listen, Thanksgiving, you can be thankful for a couple things. And one of them is that, you know, your cookouts are a nice boozy affair. <laughs> okay. That's the way they should be. It's a fucking party. They should. I don't have to drive. Why it's not? Part- why not? Yeah, why not? Maybe I'll take an Uber. Yeah. I'm the one who should watch my drinking. Sure. Well, you let your wife drive. All right. All right. All right, Chew Crew. Things we loved. Hope you loved the show. <laughs> we will talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat some turkey. Be safe. Chew some turkey. Now leaving Nerdist.com.